Hello and welcome into Sports Are Funny with George Arjour, brought to you by the Sant Sports Network. That's Sports Sports on Tap and SantSports.com. Today on Sports Are Funny, we had Caitlin Pelfulo on. She is a stand-up comic from Brooklyn, New York, which is originally from San Francisco. She's absolutely hilarious and she used to host a podcast about the women's national team uh, for soccer uh, during the World Cup and covered those. She's hilarious. Uh, Our conversation went multiple ways. Uh, We talked about her college sports career, how uh, we, um, she went from a breakup to becoming a stand-up comic. Pretty interesting start on how she became a comic. And uh, we kind of opened up about uh, the weird things she gets on Instagram being a woman stand-up comic. Hint, dick pics. All day, she said. Well, maybe not all day, but she said quite a bit. And she said men can be pretty creepy about it. So no surprise there. Uh, The conversation is hilarious. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. And uh, you got a follower. Her name's Caitlin Pelfulo. That's P-E-L-U-F-F-O and Caitlin spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. So go check her out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and listen to this podcast. You're going to love her. She's been on the Stephen Colbert Show, uh, and and this has been a lot of fun. So uh, And also check out her uh, website as well. She does tours all around the country, so you might be able to catch her in your city. So until that, but first, before we talk to her, let's get a word from our sponsor. All right, and here's the interview with me and Caitlin Pelfulo. Uh, just keep in mind, we did have some audio problems. I tried to edit out, uh, wasn't able to edit them out, but still great podcast, and there are not too many of them, so enjoy. Welcome to Sports Are Funny with George Arjour, and today we got uh, Caitlin Pelufo uh, with us today. She is a stand-up comic uh, out of New York, uh, but you grew up on the West Coast. Uh, how are you doing today, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you. I've seen a lot of you on uh, Instagram. And it's hilarious. How did you get Oh, thank you. Um, I started probably, uh, probably about six years ago. Um, I just went to an open mic, basically. I just always, It was always something I wanted to try. Yep. And then I went through a breakup, which is, you know, always a good catalyst for anything. And uh, any bad decision. You need to find material out of the break. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, well, he didn't think I was funny, but maybe these people will. And then I inflicted them with my horrible stand-up, but eventually got better. Um, So thank God. Um, But yeah, that's that's what started it. Pretty much a breakup into the the new the new Caitlin. You know. That's. I mean, sometimes it's crazy how a breakup can actually like lead to that type of journey you're like well you know uh there's no one here to tell me i can't do it there's no one I'm embarrassing myself in front of or not embarrassing myself there's no expectations i'm just gonna go out and do this exactly it was like oh i have almost like you have nothing to live for anymore <laughs> it's like you may as well and i also hate giving him that credit that he was the reason i started doing stand-up but it is true <laughs> is, does he know is he like 
I mean, I'm, you said his ex. Does he still know? Does he do? He knows I do stand up. He's seen me once or twice, and I used to have some jokes about him. Um, we stayed in touch for a little bit, but then he tried. We tried to get back together. It didn't work out, and things ended very badly. So, <laughs> so, so, he so that, that kind of gave you some more material then. Exactly. I was like, now, now, really, fuck this. Here we go. <laughs> it is what it is. Like the breakup. Yeah. Do so much. And like, is it? I mean, I haven't done stand up myself, and it's something I've always kind of like said. Oh, I really want to try one day. Is it just like, how, how scary is it? Like the first couple times. Oh, it's terrifying. I mean, I didn't think I, the. Well, this is like the first time I did it. I got zero laughs, so I was like, this is you know, what I expected to happen, but it's also the worst case scenario right up top. So I feel like if you can survive that, you can survive. If you can have the courage to go back to do it after the worst case scenario, then you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. I didn't get my first laugh until the second time I did stand up and it wasn't even a joke I written. It was, uh, I did a riff up top about the room. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm funny. And then that <laughs> gave me the, the career, like, what's it called the gumption to do it for that held me over for like two weeks you know no, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, were you doing it was this in new york were you already in new york at the time or were you yeah doing... yeah i started in new york which yeah, is I mean... like oh my god tough crowd i think it's like i'm from seattle where everyone like oh. is super polite so i did stand up and you never you're funny uh, yeah, I, it's so funny when I talk to other comics and they started, um, they started in smaller cities like Indianapolis or, you know, anywhere in the Midwest or Minneapolis, anywhere in the Midwest. They're like, oh, yeah, our open mics had audience members in them. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, they weren't other comics. They were audience members at the bar. And I was like, that's insane to me because no one in New York City is like, going to a comedy show much less an open mic like that's crazy so it's literally it's, like i didn't know that it's literally in, in new york city it's all comics going like i know in seattle i've been to a couple open mics i haven't actually dabbled into doing stand-up at all but it is it is audience members it is like you know pretty yeah oh yeah no it's all comics in new york city for the open mics there's barely ever any audience members I mean, if there is, it's just a supportive girlfriend or something. <laughs> and we're like, oh, you poor girl. Oh. <laughs> so that, but that makes it, I guess that probably helps you get so much better as a comic because there was actual like direct feedback right away rather than fake feedback. Oh, yeah, for sure. But also sometimes um, it's not correct. Like sometimes people are in the audience in their comics and they're just on their phones just not paying yeah. attention at all. So you could be sitting on gold, but have no clue because they're not paying attention. Uh, yeah, they're just waiting for their turn to get Exactly, the mark, exactly. So it's like, if you can withstand that. Um, but the good thing about yep. uh, New York is that... Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. All right, now um, I'm, I'm back hearing you now. Okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, the good thing about New York is that you can do like five or six of those horrible mics in one night. <laughs> so <laughs> your stage presence can get really good really fast, but it's the um, writing or the, you know, the, yeah, whether or not it's a good joke, it takes a little bit longer 
Um, but yeah, you can do five horrible mics in one night. So when I started, I was doing like 20 to 30 mics a week, which is, you can't really do anywhere else. Yeah, no, there's no world. I mean, I guess LA, you could kind of hit a bunch of mics, open mics, but there's, it's nowhere near New York, right? I mean, you're kind of in the comedy exactly. capital of the world. Yeah, it's like comedy mecca. It's wonderful. Yeah, and you know, it, it's also funnier. I mean, I, I'm, I, I can't say LA is funny. I mean, it's too warm outside, and <laughs> you know, it's like I feel like the winter and the dark weather. It's, yeah. It helps make things funnier. To be honest, like no, everyone of in course. LA, if it's not a funny day, you go to the beach. <laughs> if you, yeah, if we, you, you need a little doom and gloom. That's what you need in order to be funny. Like this could all. No one cares about me here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, in LA, instead of like you know, after your breakup, you might have went and went to the beach for like three days, and then drove to San Diego and enjoyed some sunshine, came back, and never did comedy versus New York. Yeah. Oh, shit, I gotta do something. Yeah, there's no healing in New York. We just you move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you and you're from the West Coast originally, right? Yeah, I'm from San Francisco. Uh, huge diff. I mean, I'm from Seattle, so we're kind of yeah similar type of cities. But uh, what, what would you say is like the biggest difference between the West Coast and the East Coast? Com- I mean, I've, have you done comedy back in San Francisco as well? Yeah. Whenever I go home for Christmas, I always do comedy. Um, there, they have such great venues there. Uh, yeah. Well, the Punchline, as we know, and then um, Cheaper Than Therapy is great. The setup is fantastic. They have such a good comedy scene. Um, but it took me a, a little bit to get in there just because I was like, I'm from San Francisco, but I didn't start in San Francisco. Right. And, uh, but then I would say like, Hey, my family all wants to come. Do you want this show to have 30 people at it? And they were like, yes, please. And then that's how I started getting in there. <laughs> yeah. My family brought me into the San Francisco comedy scene. I gotta be honest. Hey, hey, connections matter, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. You bring in yeah, a crowd, you're good. Yeah, Abhay at the setup like remembers my parents by name and gives them a hug every time he sees them. <laughs> uh, what's it like? Do I like? I can only imagine. I think one of my biggest like I guess hurdles when I ever think about vulgar stuff in front of my parents would be like the most scary thing. It's worse than not getting a laugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was worried about that at first, but when they fir- the first time they saw me, I was like a year and a half in, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid, and I did a Plan B joke and an abortion joke right away, oh. and well. they laughed very hard, <laughs> and so it was like, well, here we go, <laughs> it's fine. You, the d- dad's like, no, please, no. Yeah, I mean, the abortion joke wasn't about me. It was like a general abortion joke. But, oh, okay. that, <laughs> yeah. that, that so might that have it down a little take. bit. Yes, yeah, a little, a little bit easier to take. Uh, but the Plan B joke was about me, and that, wow, he, he took it like a champ, I will say. <laughs> did, he ever, did he bring it up after the show? Oh, um, no, but my, mo- my mother, I love her very much. Uh, she won't say she doesn't think something's funny, but she will say, Caitlin, the grammar on that was incorrect. <laughs> you know, she'll like start <laughs> to correct the, you know, word choice or the, that joke didn't make sense, meaning she wants me to fix that joke. <laughs> um, she didn't yes. care for it. That joke's make sure they have the better do the proofreading for you. Yeah, exactly. 
But in terms of like the content, they they don't care at all. They're into it. Yeah, they're they're very liberal from San Francisco. So I don't think I could say anything that would upset them. that <laughs> lot. But I guess what are, like what's the biggest difference? Well, first of all, how did you get to New York from San Francisco? And second, like what's the biggest difference you feel so far? You're, I mean, you're not only a I mean female comic, which you know it's I wouldn't say it's a male dominated industry as much anymore, but mm-hmm. you still women are I guess what would you say the percentage is twenty percent? I would say we're like seventy thirty. Um, yeah, it's better than it used to be. I mean, it's better than it used to be, but it's still definitely lopsided, yeah. um, for sure. And even like right now, um, I forget who said it, but someone said it. She was like, uh, "Women are getting a lot of opportunities right now, but when it comes to like still getting the breaking through that big glass ceiling, we're just getting to that glass ceiling faster." Um, so like right now, women are hot. You know what I mean? But yeah. in ten years from now who knows if people are still going to want women, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 100%. It's still, yeah. It's still like in terms of getting to that uh, nationally touring headlining status, it's still very, that the numbers are even smaller there. I think they did like a, a poll and there was only 11 nationally touring headlining women um, compared to like hundreds of men. It was something completely insane. It's like, yeah, we can see like on the, you know, the Comedy Central up next and stuff like that. It's pretty even split between men and women. But yep. when it comes to like headliners mm-hmm. and nationally ranked comedians and even the pay, Amy Schumer is still one of the only top paid women in the country. So it's like, well, we're still not equally represented. Um, no, it, 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 it's known. I mean, it's you just you just go through any you know uh that headliners go on a comedy app go on comedy central yeah comedy central starting to put a little bit more females in there but in general it's it, it's been a male dog yeah mm-hmm. you, you know going through it and looking for that next big break and then once it happens hopefully it continues to happen and you know, you have those first pioneers in the woman industry that make it really big and make it easier for the upcoming female comic. Yeah, I mean, I've been a big proponent for like, uh, the harder you work, the luckier you get. So I'm literally just keeping my head down and trying to work as hard as I can. Um, And it's I'm very lucky that it's something that I love to do. So it makes Mm -hmm. the work part easy. (laughs) Yeah, no, of course. Well, I mean, it's fun. You're funny. You you get to do jokes. You get to tour. uh, Do you tour a lot of a country? How many or is it once in a while? How how often are you touring? I'm on the road a bunch. Um, Last month I was gone every single weekend, which was exhausting. Um, But yeah, I I usually put it together myself. Um, So I'm a. constantly you know trying to find where i can what clubs i can feature or headline at um but yeah i'm on the road a bunch a lot wow, so you're actually booking your own shows too oh yeah oh, that's... Well, I'm busy. <laughs> good for you you're a hard worker you're doing you what this is you said your fourth podcast today right it is yeah my fourth podcast today <laughs> okay i went on the road tomorrow do you sleep or not really no no who needs it 
Well, yesterday I had food poisoning and I was like, I had to cancel a show and I couldn't believe it. I've never canceled a show due to sickness before in my life. And I was like, well, I can't stand up straight. So maybe I should let that's, this that's one go. No, Kaylin, that's no excuse. You got to do it. If you throw up on an audience <laughs> member, is it, does it really matter at the end of the day? Exactly. I know. It'll be, it's a little souvenir for an audience member. A little puke. Never heard anyone. Oh, no, never. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it really is like you know it's so nice like you see these people who work their asses off and people think like when you like get that really really so oh, I was yeah hello um Service. Hello, George. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Cut it in out a little bit. Uh, um, yeah. If it keeps cutting you. out, I, 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 I mark mm-hmm. the spots where it cuts out, so I'll edit them out in the podcast. So we'll just. Continue. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Yep. Um. So yeah, we're back now, and uh, so I was okay. saying, so I was saying, it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, whenever you get that the huge, huge, huge break that you're, you know, you're working so hard for people are going to call you like an overnight success. That's what people are going to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But they don't realize like how much work goes into doing things. And Yeah. It's just to get your name out. I mean, it, it, it's all worth it at the end, right? What's your, I guess what's your, my question for you? What's your biggest break so far, would you say? What's like been the highlight of your comedy um... I would say the highlight so far has been Colbert, getting to do the yeah. late show with Stephen Colbert. Um, that's been my biggest opportunity, and uh, I'm so grateful. Um, but yeah, leading up to that, I've, I've been doing, I think that year I did about 13 festivals. And the, <laughs> yeah, the booker of Colbert was at one of those festivals. Um, and she saw me, and then she decided to book me on that. So I totally agree with you. Like, oh, it's an overnight success. It's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so much has been going on. <laughs> yeah, 13 festivals. Oh, my God. You must have been exhausted by the end. It was, I was exhausted and so poor. I was so poor. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, because you have to, like, so for festivals, you, do you not get, like, I, like I said, I haven't done any comedy mm-hmm. before. So do you have to pay, you pay to get into festivals or do they pay yeah. you? Yeah. You have to pay to get. You have to pay to apply, and then if you get in, um, you have to pay to get yourself there. And then um, if you, uh, if it depends on the festival, but sometimes they'll pay for your food and your housing. Those are really good festivals. Yep. Um, but most of the time, sometimes they just pay for your food, or sometimes they just, you know, give you snacks or in your swag bag, and that's it. You know, it just depends, but usually you're on your own for food, travel, and where you stay. Wow. So you can lose a lot of money doing festivals, but in the long run, it does help you out a lot. Or it can help you out a lot, which it did for me. It definitely worked out in my favor. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm sorry, it, it 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 went out again. Oh no! Oh no! 
we'll edit all these out, so it's not a problem. That's okay. why sometimes, sometimes with, with this app is so frustrating because I think like when we both don't have perfect Wi-Fi, it goes off for a second. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but one day it'll get better. That's why sometimes they do it over the phone instead, but it, it, it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so was... closer to the router. There we go. Maybe this yeah. will help. We'll try. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no problem. Um, so I was going to say, so you have a podcast called uh, The Beasts, correct? Is that how you, correct? The Be- yeah. Beasts Podcast. Beast, Beast Podcast, yeah. All right, tell us a little bit about that so uh, the audience can go check it out and know yeah. what it's all about. Oh, I, I love doing it. It's so fun. It's so silly. Um, it started off because uh, me and my co-host Leif and Oxen were huge fans of the Women's World or Women's World Cup and the Women's National yeah. Team. And so we were like, oh, the World Cup's coming up. We should start a podcast where we just talk about everything Women's World Cup related. Yep. And so that's what we did. And then we had so much fun doing it that we decided we didn't want it to stop. Um, so we decided to interview uh comics who used to be athletes like I'm cool yeah yeah so I used to be uh I played uh soccer in college um he played ultimate frisbee which don't worry I make fun of him constantly um all right I was was gonna do it but I'll let you do it (laughs) oh oh my god he's just like yeah it's like we were talking to we were talking to a comic about he used to play college football and he was like oh I remember that from my uh my ultimate days and I was like it's not the same thing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I was like, oh, I played at uh, Kent State's uh, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, shut up, Leaf. <laughs> but it's all in good fun. Like, I, he teases me too. Like, it's just back and forth. And then we're, we call ourselves like the, the best worst sports podcast because we still talk about sports and we still talk about the U.S. Women's National Team, but we're so bad at it that we just kind of like send us in your corrections and we'll read them on air and <laughs> we're so sorry but it's mostly just us um dishing about the the women and just like being goofballs that's mostly what the podcast is yeah which is but i mean that's why like kind of why i started this podcast other with my brother uh-huh we, like it's about literally you know, what happened in the games and all this. So I was like, sports should be funny, right? <laughs> like, yes. Having a good time with this. I started this pod, like, like sports. Uh, people who are in this, we like talking about sports and mm-hmm. give like points yesterday. Like, yeah, <laughs> but a lot of to go to the bar, friends, talk about yeah. it, and not be so serious about. It. So that's what the premise of this podcast. I mean, I love oh, sports. Yeah. Be serious about pass on. It's literally fun and games with sports. Uh, so you played soccer. You said in college. Yeah, I played for UC San Diego. Um, that's a pretty yeah. big school. Yeah, I played for a year. I was a red shirt, and then um, I discovered drinking and uh, gained a bunch of weight, and then played for their club team for three years. Having <laughs> uh, drinking is always a great. I mean, it was life. so fun. 
oh, it was amazing. I was like, why didn't I not do this in high school? It's like, oh, so I could be good enough to get into college. Okay, great. <laughs> that makes sense. But it's all led me here to play flip cup. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe itself the story. Then after you grew up in San Francisco, are you a fan of like the 49ers? Are you? Oh, a- yeah. Oh, girl, I had to stop. Okay, because I, <laughs> I love 49ers, the Giants, San Francisco Giants, the baseball team. Um, love them. And, but I get too invested. Before I started comedy, I was in like two fantasy leagues. Yeah. It was a huge, like just stalking the 49ers. I loved them. And then um, they lost to the Seahawks. My and, team. Just, oh, just well. No, no need to rub it in. We let I the mean, game do the talking. And you just did it again. See, this is what's funny. I would get so devastated about these games that I was like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. I got to, you know, I was like invested. Like when we lost the, um, oh, my God, the Super Bowl, I was depressed for like two weeks afterwards. I was like, who am I? This I don't have time to be sad about the fucking football team, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm in New York City. There's so many other things to be sad about. And so I stopped uh, watching it. I had got full into uh, comedy and just like I had to cut something and it was football and so I cut it and then the other day I'm watching the 49ers and I was like oh I forgot I love watching football I love it oh this is my team I love it and then they lost to the Seahawks in overtime and I was like this is why I don't watch this is why I don't watch (laughs) and then I was like I'm bad luck like I'm I finally watch a game they're undefeated up until this game that I suddenly decide to watch Oh my God. So I had to stop. I, I can't, I can't. I'm just, I think it's for the betterment of the team that I just don't watch any more games. Well, if they make the Super Bowl, you can tune back in, I guess. You're going to have to at that point. I don't know. But... No, I won't do it. I feel bad. They're going to lose because I'm watching. I'm too superstitious. I, I feel this. And by the way, it is the worst in the world. Like, we follow the team, but. I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, for example. I've been following oh, them since yeah. I'm four years old. Mm-hmm. And we've never won fucking anything. No. No. You sure haven't. But our Giants have, so there you go. You you can have your Seahawks. I'll have my Giants. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Well, you guys win quite a bit. Has the same. Yeah. Then yeah. for all the hope my whole entire life they win a World Series, and then I'm happy for like a week. And yeah. then, like... <laughs> Like, wh- why do we do this to ourselves? I don't understand. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We deserve better. Okay. It's, <laughs> we deserve more in life. God damn it. Like, oh, <laughs> so imagine, imagine like a TV show that just sucks. Like you watch it all the time. It'll be your whole entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the, the price is right. Isn't going to do that for you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that it's pure joy. Pure joy. It's gonna go forever too. Like I, I, there needs to, there should be more coverage of the Price Is Right. Like kind of like sports coverage, or I'm sure there's a Price Is Right podcast somewhere. Out oh, I'm sure. Cover. Is that? Hello. Okay. Oh, there you go. Very bad. I it's okay. The... You got very excited about the Price Is Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that. I know. Sorry, you you found, you found my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> the showcase. There's nothing better than the showcase showdown in any type of. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, 
because then you're just screaming at the TV like, oh, you think a jet ski costs how much, you idiot? <laughs> I, I love when and the other person tries to get the price. I mean, just like bid $1. You're going to win. Yeah. And they don't just do it. And they don't no. do it. And I want to like kill the person I, through the TV. Like, uh. Yeah, there's nothing worse when both people lose. And you're like, you had the world at your feet. Are you kidding me? Uh, if you were <laughs> that flat get... screen TV could have been yours. <laughs> you were going to get a... <laughs> How did you blow this? Oh, you blew it. Just bid a dollar, for Christ's sake. Uh, it's, all, it's always like a B- brand new Buick, too. Like, it's the only yeah. time I've ever seen a brand new Buick. I've never seen a brand new Buick on the No, 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 no. All the time. Of course, it's only a car your grandma would get excited about, but it's still, it could be your car. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we're, oh, go, we're sure. selling this one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. So, um, so what, what, uh, so those are your favorite sports teams. Um, I, oh, yeah. You did. I'm sorry, say that again? I mean, you even did a whole podcast about them. And oh, they yeah. Won the, they won the World Cup, so you can't be that bad of luck. No, no, that's true. And I did watch them religiously. However, I do not have a jersey, and I almost bought one this year, but then decided because of the 49ers that I would not buy a jersey because what if I cursed them? So the whole, whole Women's National or the whole World Cup, I didn't have a jersey, didn't have a jersey, didn't have a jersey. And uh, now I think I, it's safe to buy one. Um, I think I'll, I'm going to buy one now. Or at least maybe maybe I can get my mom to give it to me for Christmas so it's not like I am buying it. Because maybe that's the loophole. Maybe uh, I have to add. I, you found the loophole. I think that might be it. Um, yes. But I, uh, I did watch it religiously. Oh, my God. We went over game tape. It was so much fun. <laughs> but well, um, oh. pretty cool. Yeah, we had so much fun. But it was... Um, it was, oh my God, when they won, oh, we went to the parade, the ticker tape parade. I went the last time they won too. So this was my second ticker tape parade. And that was really cool because I got to see Abby Wambach, who is my favorite player of all time, um, on one of the floats, which was so exciting. And then this year, I got to see Megan Rapino um, and Carly Lloyd, which is awesome. Um, it was, and the streets were filled. This year, I, I think there was more people than there were the last time they won so i mean i think the sport's just growing and they're adding three more teams to the women's national league um this year so oh that's come on women's soccer yeah Uh, well i I, i'm a huge soccer fan like there's not that many i I watch like the english premier league on saturday morning at five oh for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah again i don't know why i do this to myself like it makes no sense yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, why but, even have a but, weekend? <laughs> yeah, but the, it really is like soccer is growing in the United States and like especially women's soccer. And like they are, I mean, I know there was a lot of political stuff about like, oh, Megan Raponi, but like people need to get past that and just see what they're doing for women's sports and for girls around this country. Yes. Are watching them. Like, oh my god! I can be a professional athlete. I can be making pony. I can be Abby Walton back. I, you know, like it. It is inspirational, and I know a lot of people decided to look at it the other way, but that's just the political yeah. climate we live in. Of course, of course. Uh, I saw some. I saw some um, article. I think it was in the Washington Post. 
no, it was something, I don't know. It was a small town newspaper um, in like the middle of nowhere, but it was just like, Megan Rapino divides country. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she's just being um, her little gay self. That's what she's being. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're like, she should have gone to the White House. I was like, why would she go to the White House? He already hates her. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, the reason but, she should go to the White House, in my opinion, is so we can watch the interaction and have fun things to say about it. Oh yeah, the memes alone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, they would be great. My entertainment value, like, no, they should do that. I yeah, mean, me today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think if she had to go, though, she would then have to uh, uh, admit that he is, in fact, the president. And I don't think I think she's still in denial. I think she's still like, nope, nope. I'm just waiting for that recount. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I loved everything about the Women's World Cup, and I'm so glad that it's growing because it's so fun to watch. Um, so, and even the men's uh, soccer is growing. I'm going down to Atlanta this weekend, like I said, and it's going to be, they're a huge soccer town. They love their soccer team, and they're gaining a women's team this year. One of the team, or one of the cities that's getting a women's team this year, which is exciting. That's, that's awesome. I'm just so glad that the sport's growing. Mm-hmm. such a fun sport and team building oh yeah and it's so easy to start playing you don't have to have money you can just start playing you just need a ball that's it yeah ball Great. and kick <laughs> yeah yeah and feet you need feet uh <laughs> yeah if you don't have those i don't know what to do for you but yeah that might be tricky um but hey maybe basketball you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> last question sure yeah um have you ever done comedy in seattle or not yet not yet but i am coming in february i'm uh headlining i'm headlining last um february i think it's like 23rd 24th if i weekend yeah the weekend after valentine's day cool yeah please tell all your friends i really gotta sell it out so (laughs) tell everybody you know i'll I'll bring of people who I know a lot of people enjoy comedy, so I'll definitely be there if I'm in town February 23rd. Yeah, yeah, I'll shoot you a reminder. Yeah, please um, do. That'd be awesome. It'd be so fun to watch you in person. Oh, yeah, it's really fun. Um, and I've never done that club before, but the owner is so nice. And I met him when I did a festival in Billings, Montana, and he was he was like, I think you could headline, and he was so nice and he gave me the opportunity. So I'm excited to go out, and I have friends in Seattle, so um. Awesome. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I'll have a free place to stay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Um, what else was thinking? Okay, last question for you. I, I want you to like tell us because that's all we all. Oh yeah. yeah so um. I'm Twitter. Look, because uh, yeah. we don't want any weirdos. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still get the weirdos. I've gotten so many dick pics, my friend. Um, but oh, also, before I, okay, you. But before you tell us all that, how weird is it being a girl uh, on Instagram? Oh my God. It's very bizarre. Um, I get hit on constantly, which is insane to me because I am through and through a tomboy. So it's not like I'm sending out thirst traps. You know, I took one <laughs> semi-flattering picture of my face, but I'm covered all the way up to my neck and I'm wearing a hat. So literally you can just see my face. <laughs> <laughs> 
and people are like, oh, you look so sexy, girl. I'm like, what? Are we looking at the same picture? I don't think we are, but it's very, very bizarre. But um, yeah, and then people will just hit on me. Hey, and because I do a lot of dirty jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, wink, wink, get ready. Um, I do a lot of dirty jokes. And so people will come up to me after a show. Guys will hit on me after a show thinking that all the jokes are like from current times, like, or just like that I am like the big whore that I portray myself to be. And they're just like, so you'll, you'll sleep with me, right? It's like, no, 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 no. I still have standards. <laughs> um, yeah, like definitely not you, but the other guy over there, if he came up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's very bizarre. Guys, oh, guys are, God bless them. You know, God, they just have the, yeah. all the confidence in the world. Uh, <laughs> I, I, only on the internet, usually, though. Oh, yeah, Drunk. for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know how... I'm, like all my friends like men you guys are so fucking weird <laughs> they're very strange uh very very strange but you know i mean if i had an ounce of the confidence that those online men have then i would be fucking ellen degeneres right now <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know well actually i have no idea if that's true but i definitely uh <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd have better shoes. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, it, 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 is, it is always, it's crazy, the confidence that, uh, I, yes. I can only, like, my, like, quick story. My mom, you know, she's, she has an Instagram and, and random pictures and she's always showing, like, <laughs> she's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry that your mom's getting dick pics. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, she has, and it's like it's it's very disturbing from young men too. And like, I'm like oh, oh my god, god. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I know. It, it, but like she showed. Oh god. She like. The <laughs> yeah, she's like this one's crooked. Look, honey. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> And, and you know, there are consequences to it. And men just don't. Like, someday some girl's going to, like, blast one of these men online that did this. And it's super embarrassed. Oh, yeah. I want every man to know, actually, that if you send a girl an unsolicited, unsolicited dick, dick pic, she's showing everyone she knows. Absolutely. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and I, I was, I'm proud to say I have never done that. It. Good for you. I mean, it's honestly... Not a hard thing to do. Just don't. <laughs> so, I, so I get no credit for it? You get no credit for just being decent. Uh, <laughs> well, I, guess I, I guess I should stop being so <laughs> No, no, no. You keep being decent. You're one of the good ones, okay? You're gonna, people are going to want to see the dick if you're decent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good to know, but I will not send any unsolicited ones, 100%. Yes, yes, that is because then I'm showing every single person I've met, you know, yeah. everybody. <laughs> um, and we're all laughing at you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no one's like, oh, this one looks great. It's like, oh, God, where's this weird vein? Jesus. It's not like any, <laughs> not like any dick is like, oh, wow, that's so nice. Ooh. No, no, never. I've never been like, oh, I don't know this dick. Well, now I want to get to know it better. No, yeah. never. Yeah, there, it's like, oh, well, maybe because I'm a straight man, but I, I find dicks. 
Well, uh, I think it's really fun that the um, <laughs> it cut out just now, and it just <laughs> said uh, it ended with you saying, "I really find that dicks are," and then it just stops. Oh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was about to say, as a straight guy, I find dicks disgusting. But see, and Oh, was... yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the disgusting part cut out, and I was like, what do you think of dicks? <laughs> yeah, that's very... You teased me. I was like, is, is this becoming a confession podcast? No, no, no. I wasn't supposed to tease you. That, that was like, you know, after the commercial break, we'll find out what George thinks of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? George, <laughs> we'll find out after a word sponsor. Yeah, that'll keep them. That'll keep them listening. And then the sponsor will be Viagra for sure. Yeah, for sure. He he can get hard. <laughs> Dicks are hard. Uh, that's hilarious. But, well, thank you so much again, Caitlin. So, where, where can everyone find you? And uh, Hopefully that doesn't mean people are going to send you pictures. Oh, no. Now. Send them away. If it means I get a follower, please send whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I'm um, at Caitlin Palufo on pretty much everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N-P-E-L-U-F-F-O. Um, and then my website is CaitlinPalufo.com. And uh I'm going to be in Seattle uh, in February. So everybody in Seattle, come to that. Make sure it out. And uh, yeah. I think um, and, uh, hopefully uh, we'll do this again uh, another time soon, maybe after your show. Yeah, I would love that. Maybe we could do it in person in Seattle. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That'd be really fun. That would be fun. Oh, my gosh. It's a date. Well, not Perfect. a date, but like, it's a it's a, a pod date. <laughs> it got to be clear with all that dick pic talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you so much again, Caitlin. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, George. Thanks for having me. Guys, I'll cut off this part. Thank you. Oh, thank you.